0: and Blake from the fog we just want to give you Maze a warning sometimes in episodes of shocking things you might hear a little salty language discretion is advised hello everyone and welcome to shocking things uh we have a special guest this is frank weeby the actor how you doing frank
1: oh i'm doing well and i appreciate you having me on
0: tonight Oh, no, it's great. You're in a film, uh, the, uh, my wife and I, my co-hosts, uh, both enjoyed very much, called The Dead Girl in Apartment 13. Uh, we're going to talk about that, but first, I want everyone to know a little bit about you. So you could tell everyone about yourself, Frank, about how you got into acting.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, really, I got into acting, I, I, it, I sparked an interest, um, you know, when I was young, 13 years old, I think the first time I saw the movie Commando and I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger and I I was like, you know what, that would be really cool to do movies like this. And then um, as time went on, I started to write and make short stories and then,
0: you know, went on
1: from there, went to school for
0: it and everything. Okay, yeah, because I know, I mean, you did one film, I know with uh, Tom Savini, for example, correct? Yes, yep, the Sadist. Yep. So I mean that
1: so was an excellent experience too.
0: So now yeah, so now you have a, a lot of experience on working with legends and on this film, The Dead Girl in Apartment Thirteen, now you another horror legend, Adrian King, you work with. And correct, how, correct. How was how was that the experience? Uh,
1: excellent. Um, she we really hit it off well. Uh, she was happy to, you know, take me under her wing, if you will. Oh. Uh, she even compared the experience, like to how on Friday the Thirteenth, how like, um, oh my God, how she was with the with Jason's mother. Oh my God, Betsy Palmer, yes. how, her and Betsy Palmer. Betsy Palmer took her under her wing, and she felt like that was like me and her on this oh. set, which I thought was
0: awesome. It is. It went that is a one full circle. Okay. That's, that's great to hear. Uh, I thought you two, I don't want to give any spoilers about this film, uh, obviously cause we want people to see an experience, it, you know, for themselves, but I thought you two had great chemistry as detectives working together.
1: Uh, that's cool. I mean, you know, like I, I appreciate that. And, and like I said, we, we hit it off pretty quickly. Um, and you know, she was in, she's a New York native and, um, you know, she felt like she was at home hanging out with me and stuff. And, you know, I wanted to listen to her and what she had to say and the advice she had for me. And we, we just became friends. It was cool. It was cool. I'm glad that you thought the chemistry transitioned to the screen.
0: It it, it did. Uh, my wife and I, now we saw this film it was last September, I believe, correct? In, the, in Seymour, Connecticut uh, at the Strand Theater. With like one of the yes. Pre- yep.
1: Correct.
0: Yep. And. Yeah, so we, we both went out of our way to see this. We we're like, okay, we like to support, you know, uh, independent awesome. horror and local independent horror especially. So we said, okay, let's, let's see how this is. And when we left, and this is no bullshit, my wife said, this is the best film I've seen all year. And she said, because, you know, I see all these big budget movies, you know, all these horror films, and this one, it was just, you had the atmosphere and the script. And that's what, you know, and and the acting like drove this and it kind of proved you don't need a huge budget to to make a great film.
1: First of all, that's an excellent compliment. And I, uh, I don't even know what to say. I appreciate that very much. Um, But I mean, Kurt wrote, the director wrote the story. We had the location already. So we tried to, you know, write it around what we already had available to us. Oh, and, okay. uh, you know, we have, like like everybody else that loves horror, you know, you have the golden age of the 70s and 80s. That's when everybody, you know, that's some of the best stuff right there. Um, and, you know, we just tried to pay homage to it without going crazy trying to pay homage to it, you know. Yeah, and we did the best we could, and we had a lot of fun. And you know, the the chemistry with all the actors on there on the screen, you know, was good. Laura Duelling, she was great, and so I, you know, I, like I said, we could explain the location stuff more in a little yeah, bit I, but, if you yeah.
0: want. Yeah, if you could, yeah, you tell us where it was filmed and your experiences on the locations.
1: Well, another another reason why I, I got interested in making making films movies is because I have access to a lot of stuff. Um, You know, I have a big family. I have uncles, cousins, somebody, you know, I have uncles that are into construction I have a cousin that does real estate, a cousin that's a policeman, so I have access to all these different things. You know, my dad does real estate and we had a three family house that was um, in need of a lot of repair. Too far gone, so. It was abandoned for, well, not abandoned, but it was vacant, and we were able to use it. I said, Kurt, we have this apartment building, this house. There's nobody living in it. Why don't we do something in here? We don't have to answer to anybody. We could set it up the way we want. And then Kurt ended up writing the story. Part of this, he doesn't, you don't say based on a true story, but some of the idea came from a real-life experience, sort of. Oh. You know, there was... So which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Kurt knew somebody that did have a roommate that died and didn't know it for a little while and finally found the body. So that's kind of what influenced him. I well, hope, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I'm saying it. <laughs>
0: No, no, that, that makes it more interesting, actually, to me. I think more people are going to want to see this film now because of that. Now, where yeah. was it? <laughs> yeah. right? That's really extra yeah. creepy. Now where, now, where was this film yeah. now?
1: <laughs> uh, Waterbury, Connecticut, right up okay. past the mall, right on Meriden Road. Okay, that's so, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, the, the house that was we filmed in 2018, September of 18 took a what took about a year and two months to be complete. We were working on distribution, then COVID came and that kind of put the brakes on everything. Um And then Kirk got busy with New York Ninja, as you know, I'm sure about New York Ninja. Yep. And then um so finally, we're ready to, you know, show start showing it a little bit and. Uh, but the house got knocked down. That house that we filmed in is gone. Oh. That family house finally got bulldozed to the ground. And the house that I live in, I bought it fully furnished. It had everything in it. The gentleman that sold it to me was willed the house, and he said, I do not want to clean it out. And the house was 1975 decor. The lady had never done anything since she moved in it. And a lot of the stuff that I didn't want to keep for myself, because I love all that we used to furnish the apartment. So a lot of that stuff that's in there that's in is was in my house and I was able to put it there for the set. So it was cool. We had all that stuff free and just it was like going to the goodwill, but it was my house instead of the goodwill, you know.
0: Now do you still own all that, all the furniture?
1: Most of it, some of that stuff was still cool, but I didn't necessarily want it. But there are a few pieces that all of us went back in and grabbed before that got knocked down.
0: I I was going to say, you have like so actual uh, screen use props now, right?
1: Definitely. We still do. Oh, yeah. I actually even still have the little, well, I don't want to give it away, but.
0: Okay. Clown.
1: The clown's in the trailer. The clown's in the trailer, so I could say it. I have the clown. Okay.
0: Now, so now was everything filmed in Waterbury, the, ho- the whole film, like all the scenes, because you go to like a restaurant at one point.
1: Yes. Yep. The restaurant, uh, the some of the 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 party scene is my house. So, yeah, oh, everything okay. was Waterbury.
0: OK, uh, that's great. That's great. Uh, now, when you, this is another interesting thing for anyone who hasn't seen this, like you brought up New York Ninja, which has already become like a like a cult sensation already. Yeah, definitely
1: before it even came out it was like holy
0: cow yeah and 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 it's really really i want to bring that up because you were saying how kurt based uh the dead girl apartment 3 on the house he said have a house available and so he wrote a script he did the same thing with new york ninja so even though their apartment 3 is nothing like new york ninja it just shows the creativity of Curtis Spieler how you give him something and he's like okay well I got something to work with let me come up with a script right let me come up with some ideas and that's the same principle you agree
1: I do agree yeah like yeah I mean obviously you know he had you know some things that you could see in New York Ninja like but from when he put the piece together. He still had to come up with everything and then try to pick the right actors to do the voiceover work. Yeah. Awesome. Just awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. He had to write a script. There was no script. There was no sound. Like you said, a voice actor, exactly. he had to come up. He had to edit. And I watched all the footage, I mean, all the stuff he had to delete so the story would make sense. So, yeah, it just yeah. shows like how talented a guy he is. And how was it working with him? and get through. Oh, it
1: was awesome. It was excellent experience. We went... Um, I think it was September of seventeen, we went to the Connecticut Horror Fest. They wanted a panel of independent filmmakers and they were local. They wanted local people. So Nick and Kurt reached out to me and said, you know, will you come and work come and talk on the panel with us? And I said, Absolutely. And I we had known about each other, but we weren't as friendly yet. And I went and then we hit it off. And then a year later, we did the project, and it was good because you know, sometimes whatever Kurt, Kurt works to make me a better actor, which I really appreciate. Okay, yeah, even so. if he yells at me sometimes, you know, <laughs> well, even though well, if he, he screams, he screams well, at me, it's, right? Yes, yeah. gotta
0: look at <laughs> yeah, exactly, that right
1: exactly. Exactly, <laughs> I could take it, I could take the yell and scream. Oh, god, yeah, there was this time. There. No, on the set, there was a time where I was having a hard time with my lines. Uh, and I didn't memorize them. I'm just gonna be honest. You know, honesty's great. And I it was a take where we couldn't cut. It had to be one take. No, 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 camera changes. So I had to get everything right. And it was like take five, and I fumbled it again, and he took me outside, he screamed at me, Wow. <laughs> And then, you know, later on, he heard the mic. I guess the mic was still on, and he heard it later in the edit and felt bad. But I said, you know what? You to may help me. And then from then on, I knew all my lines and was good after that. But So whatever. That's a little anecdote from the set.
0: <laughs> no, but that's, I love hearing, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Like that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So now. This-
1: I need to. John, I need it. I need to get yelled sometimes because you know the ADD runs wild. You know.
0: Oh, I, I have it too. Trust me, I completely understand. I feel bad for my wife sometimes having to deal with me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's I'm cool. not alone. I'm not alone, man. <laughs> no. So now this is going to be playing on February twenty fourth, uh, Thursday, correct? In um, is it the Review Cinema in Southbury, Connecticut?
1: Riverview Cinema Southbury, yeah, it's um, it's pretty new. I don't, uh, Jesus, I'm trying to think of when. I think the second Star Wars was the first movie. The new set of Star Wars, the
0: second one. The Segalones or the really, really new ones? uh, No, I'm sorry, the
1: really, really new ones. Not uh, The Rise of
0: Skywalker. No, The Last Jedi, I think. That's
1: the second one, okay. The second one, and um, so that was their first, so it's pretty new is what I'm trying to say, the big big seats, reclining, heated, it's a beautiful place, Um, and that's where we're going, Uh, and we're excited, and I actually, they're family friends, the owners are family friends, so they're excited for us, and they were welcoming us with open arms, which is awesome also.
0: Now, is this now? I look to see it says playing 5 p.m., 7 p.m., and 9 p.m. I don't Correct. Know if you to see. Yes. Now I'm going to put a link on our social media. So anyone who wants to buy tickets, uh, buy tickets for that. Uh, like I said, like we drove 40 minutes to see it when we saw it last September. If you're an hour away, it's worth the drive. Trust me. If you're into horror, into original horror. You know, it's the it has a little bit like you're saying, like uh, pays homage, but it's not it's not trying to copy anything, not trying to be like a direct rip off. Like, unfortunately, some people, that's what they try and do. You, you can see that there's uh, Kurtz really, really thinking when he made this film.
1: Again, I appreciate you saying that, you know, and we did do our because that's what we, we want to. We love all that stuff. We want it to influence us, but we don't want to rip it off,
0: okay. you know. Now, yeah, it's just like you have Adrian King, but Adrian King's, her character is nothing like, you know, what she's done in the past, which is refreshing. It's nice to see someone familiar, but not but it, to be. It,
1: it, it, right. And I think that's what attracted her to the role. She she thought it was cool. She really never played a police woman. And she thought it was cool to play a gritty, you know, hard-boiled detective, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing about her showing me the ropes, like. That was part of her character. That was our characters also on the screen because I was younger, a little more eager. She was a little more laid back and she was trying to show me the ropes also on. That was our characters in the movie as well as real life. So that was another reason why the chemistry probably was that was makes good sense. because of that. Well, yeah. forget. I know we talked about Savini before, but he yeah. also obviously worked on Friday the Thirteenth, the original. Right,
0: that's another connection. That he was
1: know. the exactly. So that was pretty cool. Next person, maybe we'll meet Kevin Bacon. That'll be cool. <laughs> One, that would be. That'll be good. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, Tremors ten, Tremors nine. You
0: know. Well, we get you wrong, Frank. You yeah, was right? love. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm a fan of Tremors, although I've never seen the sequels. Though I don't know how you feel about them. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I only saw the first one. Yeah, I never. Yeah, it it went a little overboard, I think, with the sequels. But maybe yeah, one. I'm sure, I'm sure. Before, so I'll just binge every every Tremors movie. Yeah. <laughs> the third one. <laughs> well, yeah, to perfection or something. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to put this out, like I said, on social media and on Facebook. It's going to be available uh, at Shocking Things Podcast, the link to get tickets. And uh, also on Twitter, uh, at Things Shocking is the account uh, for uh, for tickets for uh, The Dead Girl in Apartment 3 in Southbury, Connecticut, Thursday, February 24th. Like I said, it's definitely worth the ride. If you're into horror films, you're going to enjoy this. Uh, I really enjoy you taking the time to talk to me. Frank, uh, is there anything you'd like
1: know, to I'm, say? Well, yeah, I mean, I want to. Um, I have, First of all, I've been interested in this podcast for a long time because I keep seeing it advertised and I'm like shocking things. It's just cool to me. But uh, that's why I reached out to you. But um, I just want the audience to know, you know, this was I messaged John today and he squeezed me in today. So John is a gentleman. I'm sure that your listeners know that already. But I just want to say it again anyway. So I appreciate this. And so does Nick and Kerr. They appreciate this
0: also. Oh, great. I appreciate but that. But, yeah, no,
1: I mean, we're just excited. You know, we already had a premiere at the Strand in Seymour. Um, but this is cool, too. This is more of a friends and family thing, But I am trying to. Get as many people because it's a one night only. I want to get as many people as we can to come out and check it out because there is a distribution deal, John. But I don't know what's going on. We signed it in, we signed a deal, and I don't know what I'm supposed to say and what I'm not supposed to say, but I don't care. But um, we signed a deal in 20 July of 20. And so who knows when the date is. We're tired of waiting. We want to have a friends and family premiere, and we will definitely keep. Everybody posted when there is a release date.
0: Oh yeah, no, because we talked about it actually in our podcast right after we were talking about another Connecticut film we we're reviewing, um uh House of the Devil that was filmed in Connecticut. and um, right Die after West after, Awesome after so and before we started the episode, we just said we just saw the Dead Girl Apartment Three. I said if you like this film, you're gonna like you agree, if you like Ty West films, you're going to like Dead Girl Apartment 3, and that was actually the lead-in two Connecticut films, what we were talking about, and I told everybody, when this comes out available, I'll let you know, and hopefully soon, right, hopefully it's streaming soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully soon, hopefully soon, we'll see, I mean, they, like I said, they've had the rights to it for, you know, almost two years, so hopefully, but I know things are messed up with all this stuff going on, so you know, in, in due time, it'll be out and we'll
0: let everybody know. Oh, yeah, no, and I urge everyone to see this was a really, really fun experience to see in the theaters, like the reactions of the crowd, because it was a, a packed house because I saw you there. I remember I took a photo of you. Actually, I, I put it on social media when you went on stage, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. very much.
1: I think I don't know was that. I don't know if that was the night I followed you on Instagram or not.
0: I don't know. But I think. so. Oh, yeah.
1: All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. Finally, it was too late that was long overdue on my part I'm sorry John
0: oh, Hey, no, we are all busy we all got things going on I'm just glad you reached out because I enjoy what you do it's a great film and I want everyone to support this because it really really is great
1: I appreciate it John and uh, I appreciate the support um I mean, the, the the one last thing I want to say is um, you couldn't really see the car in it, but I am a car nut. I don't know if you know that or not, but I'm a car fanatic. And uh, I had the, like an 89 Caprice that me and Adrian King were in, but you couldn't really see it. We didn't really get a lot of shots of the whole car, but like I thought that was, that was fun and I, I, I enjoyed the scenes when me and her were in the vehicle. I don't know if that was necessary for me to say, what no, I no, wanted to I, say
0: nice Easter eggs, right? Something. So when you see, yeah. the outfits, right. Cause it was a lot of a shot at night. So it's kind of hard to see certain things. Yes. Yep. Yep. That was it. Uh, is there anywhere, if anybody wants to contact you, do, I don't know if you want uh, to give out any of your information or anything like that. It's up to you.
1: No, I don't, I'm fine with, you know, the Instagram, I'm on Instagram, Frank Wibby. that's it. Simple. I'm, and, uh, you know you can message me or whatever say hello come to this uh premiere if you haven't seen it it'll be a good experience because it's comfortable it's heated it's air conditioned there's food there's popcorn you know it's nice it's a big there's a big stage, so we're going to go up there and speak a little bit so it'll be a cool experience if you know we the 7 p.m show is sold out john
0: uh Oh, <laughs> so, that's so about that. So everybody, get your tickets now because you don't want the yeah. five and nine be in the sell out. So
1: who knows? you know, but I, I you know it'll be cool, but you know we'll see what happens. But like I said, it'll be fun for everybody.
0: It will be, yeah, so definitely, like I' gonna put the links out. Thank you again for your time. I really appreciate you, know, you talking to us.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me on and squeezing me in last minute. I really appreciate this, John. Um, I know you saw the movie already, but if you feel like and I have two tickets for you and your wife, you know, let me know. I could have more if you want more. I don't know how how far of a drive that is for you, okay. but we, All right. got, we got tickets for you.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank right, you, man. Check out the Dead Girl Apartment 3, uh, Thursday, February 24th, Southbury, Connecticut. Have a good night. Thank you, Frank.
1: Thank you, John. I appreciate it.
0: To see photos and links about each subject we discuss in each episode, please go to anchor.fm slash shocking things. That has all of our episodes and links to our social media, as well as a link to the shocking things store.